What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm probably going to be doing more solo rants. Uh, you know, this is going to be a mix of stuff. People really like it when I do solos. I have a guest when it's someone that's really specialized in a field that's different. Or somebody I really vibe with. And then uh, and then I'll probably put some stand-up clips. I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but... That's what it is. Welcome to today's solo rant. Today we're going to talk about something that we can't talk about. So a lot of this is probably going to be on Patreon. And the first thing you have to think about is if you can't talk about it, isn't that already make it suspect? Yes, you know what it is. We're going to use code words so I don't get, uh, you know what, de de cashified. So, uh, we're going to use, uh, the toast. The toast is what people get and they got to put jam on it to make it better. Does that make sense? Those who get it will get it, right? The jam. He got the toast. Get it? Okay. So I'd like to, uh, put a lot of stuff out there because, this is a lot of fighting, and um, people are uh, absolutely out of their mind. And um, I don't know what the truth is, but I, I can follow my gut, and I can do all of my own research. And um, I think the biggest problem with this whole situation is is arrogance. Um, and I'm finding arrogance much more on... Um, uh, again, I don't know what I am. I'm not political. I think I'm uh, sent in the center uh, independent thinker, uh, centrist, maybe I have no idea, but I believe, uh, um, I'm a common sense. So if that was the party, I would say common sense comedian. That's what that's just, this this political party is, you know, uh, I, so, uh, you know, uh, the fact that I got to skirt around this is already should make you think, right? Like the fact that you just, you know, so basically what we have here is we have a situation what's going on right now in the world and uh, one way one people say it's one way and another people say those people are lying so uh uh you know the and the arrogance is kind of from uh you know a little uh, how do I say this? Looney libs. Can I say that? I'm not, and I'm not a, a righty Republican either. And I'm not a loony lib. Again, I'm a guy, there's, I see some stuff I like on the right and some see stuff I see on the left I like. But I feel like there's an arrogance there. And, uh, and then they're calling everybody on the other side, conspiracy theorists and all this stuff. So, so one side, here's the issue. Acting like they have all the answers, and their their word is God, and it's Sanskrit, and the other side is considered nutbags. So that's that, that that's the biggest problem across many things right now in this world. So there's really no common ground there, and it goes across many uh, th- uh, thought patterns of life here. But there's no common ground of like, okay, maybe this person has a point, or maybe this person's gone a little extreme, or. Uh, yeah. So, you know, let's talk about it. So, that's where I try to come in and I'm trying to be, try to give you my opinion. So, when all this stuff started going down, uh, with the jam, no, with the toast, excuse me, the toast is, uh, you know, miss, it's, her name is Miss, they call her, it rhymes with Bona. Miss Bona is in the building. You know what that is? Guys, figure that out. Come on. Is that, is, already that I have to dance around this shit is fucking insane. 
So I want to say December 8th, 2019, I did uh, Pittsburgh. I did a con. It was a great convention in Pittsburgh. And uh, it was a ton of us. It was uh, Nev Campbell, um, Edward Furlong, Tony Danza, Robert Patrick, Pat Renna. The next, after I finished the convention, that was December 8th, 2019. I went to, is it Dr. Grin's? It's in comedy. It's a comedy club in Detroit. It's incredible. Tired as fuck. Had a, I literally walked off the plane, got dropped off and walked on stage like with 30 seconds. I never did it that close in my life. Went on, did an hour. Club's incredible. Uh, it was, I would love to go back. And um, it's a premier comedy club. Like the legends of, that I grew up with were like raised there. Like Louis Anderson and, you know, Dave Coulet and all this stuff. So I leave. I go to my hotel. I order Brussels sprouts. And I love Brussels sprouts with garlic and mustard sauce. And a hamburger. And uh, I can't sleep. I eat it. And I got to get up. I got to get a plane at like 6 a.m. So I'm like 3.30. I'm up. I'm watching the news. And I just don't feel good. I feel like absolute dog shit. And um, I'm like starting to get like, just my stomach feels like there's like, like I ate like a dead salamander. Like I, I felt like I ate like, like a, I just like a, just like a, something you shouldn't eat. Like a, like a, like a lizard. You know what I mean? Like I just ate the head of a lizard or it was just something in my stomach. It felt pointy. It felt like a baby dinosaur. It felt alive. And I had a hamburger and I had Brussels sprouts. And I love Brussels sprouts, but I didn't like those Brussels sprouts. I love oven roasted Brussels sprouts with garlic. Oh, fuck. Maybe a little, you know, toasted almond in there. Maybe Brussels sprouts with bacon, but really cooked bacon, not soggy. This was a little soggy. So I'm like, oh, maybe the bacon wasn't cooked right. Or, and I felt fucking terrible. So, but I felt like, like literally, like, I felt like the movie Alien. Like, I felt like if I was in the movie Alien, I felt like what that character had when it was coming out. Like, I felt something in my stomach, and it was like, 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 I never felt it before. Like, pointy, and, um, like, like something was growing in me. It was bizarre, right? It was bizarre. It was, it was, like, low-key violent. You know what I mean? So I go, I catch the flight, and I go from Michigan, and I get a, it's a two-parter, and I'm, it's just a nutty weekend, and I fucking fly to Denver. I am lucky enough, I have first class, and I'm just feeling not good. Like, and I never feel this way, and I'm like right there in the second row. And uh, and this never happened to me in my life. One time when I was 15 years old, I had a shit attack on a plane coming from England to uh, Philadelphia. And that was my parents' first time they ever took me overseas. And uh, I thought my asshole was going to come out. It is shit so bad. I don't know. And I was in the bathroom for like 25 minutes. And it was just, wow. And that was the only time, like, since then, I had, like, PTSD on planes. That's, like, 40, that's, like, 36 years ago. And I was like, oh, and I just, I was so sick with diarrhea. Got through that. It's 1985. It's a different plane. So now, I'm on the plane, and I'm just about, we're about 40 minutes left on the flight from Detroit to Denver and I just cannot hold it 
and it was beautiful. I the seat right there. There was no one in the bathroom. Like I couldn't control myself. It was insane. I was so lucky, and I just opened the door. And as soon as I opened the door, it shut, and it went like like horrific. Like something was pushing out of me. So it was like three. And the sweetest little uh, steward was there, and I came out, and he was like, he's like standing there, he's like with a little club, so I was like, you want a little club soda? And I was like, and he's like, and he gave me my eye mask, it was really puffy, and he's like, just take this eye mask and just go over there. And he goes, I'm so sorry. And he's like, did you party last night? And I'm like, no, it was Brussels sprouts. And, and I still felt like, oof, right? But I'd never been like that. Like, I could not stop it. Like, could you imagine being in public and just violently, you can't stop it? You want to stop it? You're like, thank God no one was in that bathroom. So I'm just laying there. I'm like, oof. So I've never been one of those people that throw up and then, like, people, like, go back to party. I never understood that. I always feel like shit after. Like, I don't get how people do that. So I... Go and uh, we land. I get off the plane. I have all my merch. I got the stuff. I'm pulling it. I'm like, oh, it was a good weekend. I got money on me, cash from this convention, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. All right. I was, whew. I'm like, all right. I just got to get to LA. I got to get to Burbank. So, I go and I'm like, I go to my usual spot and then in the Denver airport and I'm like, I'll just go to Caribou, you know, oh, I couldn't have a coffee. It was too heavy. So I was like, maybe I'll just get a tea. And I'm like trying to get my way to Caribou and I just feel like, like low key death. Like it was weird. Like something I never felt before, you know? So, and at the time, there's all these rumors like, oh, bad flu, bad flu, bad flu. You know, people are starting to talk about that. So I, I just lay down. And I'm just laying like in the corner of the airport. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want anything. And I'm like, whoa, this is fucked up. So I'm texting a donut. She had gone back to L.A. and I was like, uh, I was like, ooh, maybe um, I'm like, I don't want to cause drama, but I'm not feeling good. And I'm like, I don't want to have to go like do the airport and be that guy. So I'm just going to try to sleep it off. And I don't know when I'm going to get a plane. So I did not have first class back. Which, you know, I don't always fly first class. It's like, you know, a third of the time. Sometimes if it's convenient, you know, but I just fly normal. Um, it's not that big of a difference unless it's international. And But the thing with first class is that bathroom, you know. So I'm like sweating and I'm feeling like shit. And I'm like, whew, I don't know. And I, and I try to go on the plane. They're loading. So it's like a 25 minute load. And I go and then I'm like, ooh, this doesn't feel good. And I run into the bathroom. And again, I'm like blessed. This is like I have an angel. I look and every stall's taken. One stall's open and it happens to be kind of clean. And I just go, like I have never eaten whatever this so much has come out of me. It's just a violent. Like if I was here and it was over there, it was like it was hitting the wall. Like and I remember it was six or seven times. I'm like, what is in me? Like it was like a serpent. It was demons. It was like and I was just like like violent. Violent, like that, right? I didn't drink, I didn't do anything, right? And 
everyone's running to get to the plane, and I'm just there. And, I, and it all went in the bowl. Again, I made zero mess. And he, it was incredible. And I'm just like, <sighs> like, you know. And I'm standing there, and then I come out, and the guy's just looking at me. He's like, with the mop. And he's like, he's like, you know, Don? And I was like, I'm sorry, I gave him an accent. You don't know where he's from. And, uh, <laughs> And I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. And I was like, I felt so bad. I just threw him a 20. And I go, Boop. and I didn't really make a mess. And he was like, oh, okay. And he took the 20. And uh, I was like a one drop out of the ball. And I like wiped it up. And I'm sitting there. And I'm like sweating. I'm white. I'm like, do I have to go to the hospital? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. And I'm like, I got an hour and a half. Can I make it? Can I, can I, can I make this flight without like, like, I'm like, there's no more, there's more stuff in me. And I don't feel like I have diarrhea. I'm like, there's no more, right? Like, so I get on the plane. I made it like it was the boarding was just about ending. I go, I'm sweating. I look like hell, but like I'm. I'm hiding it, and I just go on there. I go to my seat, and I just take the blanket. I cover it. I turn on all the jets. And I'm just literally going, mm, mm. So imagine, like, um, a feeling of, like, just thousands of needles pressing up against your face, and you're, and I'm, and you're sweating. Like I was sweating a fuckload. Right, and I had a fever, a uh, pretty intense fever. I think like one on one, maybe I don't know. So I'm like, I hit donut, and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Broth, 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 tea, broth. <sighs> I get on the plane. I couldn't sleep. It was so like hot. I kept like feeling like waves of heat, you know. And these poor girls next to me had no idea, but they, and I was just like, mm, they were talking, and I'm just in the corner. Like, mm. So whatever I had, you know. So I get through it. I, I never had to puke. I never had to get up. I get off. I grab my luggage. I get in the car, and I'm just like, uh, whatever this is, but hot. Like, like I can feel my body fighting against the heat. You know what I'm saying? Like my body's trying to get rid of the heat and the heat's in me. And it's just like, felt like it was replenishing, like a different type of fever. Like the fever didn't want to leave and the heat was like, my body was like. So I go, I go right to my bed. I turn on the air conditionings. I put on the blanket, even though I'm hot, but I'm, I don't know if I had the, the chills. And I get a huge, she, Donut gets me a huge rag with ice and just puts it on my fucking head. And every hour puts a new thing on me. And and all I do is just, I lay in bed all day in a semi-comatose for the whole fucking day. The whole day from like 10 on and off all night. And I'm just maybe sip a little bit of water. Uh, it was a horrible day. And then at like, uh, let's, I would say from like all the way for like 24 hours, I was like that. The next day, I had to shoot something. I went to set, and I feel a little shittier, but the fever was less. And then I shot all day, and the next day, it was gone. So it was about a... a Well... If you count the puking and stuff, it was, it was basically like a 24 hour or 30 hour intense period. 
I drank broth all day Wednesday, came right back when I was done taping on Tuesday and stayed in bed all day Wednesday, but I was already getting better. And I just drank broth all day in tea. And then Thursday, I was like 80%. I went away and did shows the exact Monday, a week after that happened to me. My assistant, Donut, did the same thing. The exact same time period. The exact same sickness. Horrific heat. Boom. About 36 hours. Done. Never felt anything like it. Never felt anything that violent, that intense. I was like, what the fuck was that? Was it a bug? Was it food poisoning? Whatever. And it was done. Then I started doing comedy. Everything was good. Blah, 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 blah. Cut to, I'm starting to hear about, you know, I'm hearing about Miss Thang coming around Christmas. I was hearing before Christmas time. I was following it. And then I was seeing the reports coming out of China. And then, uh, you know, so people are like, well, you, you know, you know blah, blah, blah. so I go to Chicago and they'll tell you in Chicago, I was like the first guy I was like wearing a mask. It was one case over in Schaumburg. And I'm like, that shit's going to spread. You watch. And they're like, no, nah, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. I took all oh, those pictures of me with, you know, like that masked up. And that was February of 2020. Um, but within two weeks we were shut down. And I was like, I was so sick, but I was like, I don't want to get it again. But I was like, I'm so sick. Whatever I beat, maybe had to make me stronger. And then <sighs> Miss Miss Thing came out. And um, the thing is, is that everyone's saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't here until February, which I never felt anything like that. Whatever I had was intense and it went away. Cut to the next year and change. Sneezed a couple times. Had like a baby sore throat for like a half a day. And I'm paranoid. Wondering. Had like one like heart palpitation. I'm like. But I had these moments. I was like. I don't know if it's paranoia or whatever. But like more healthy than I've been in a weird way. During the lockdown. And uh. And then just cut to, you know, late July, the last week of July of 2021, where I had no stomach or diarrhea issues, but I had a feeling of a fever, but it wasn't, I didn't have a fever. I just had intense, like in my brain. I could feel like my head was full of fluid, phlegm, sore throat, and uh, sweating, but not really a fever. It was weird. I don't know how to explain it. And that lasted every day. It went, went, and that lasts about six days. <sighs> so what I'm saying is, did I have it? I don't know. I went and got tested. They said I didn't have it. And I went to my doctor. I said, should I get the antibodies? And he's like, Man, they don't stay that long. Like, it's hard to read. He's like, it's not worth it. So people were saying that the tests are wrong. They did have it. Other people saying you need three tests, all this stuff. So what I'm trying to tell you is, is that I had something violent. Then I talked to another comedian and she said three days after she saw me at this Thanksgiving I saw her at the supermarket if if November in 2020. She said that two days later she had Miss Thing. She had toast. And uh and I saw her at the supermarket. We talked for like 15 minutes, but we were masked up and everything. And she that was a year after my episode, and she described the exact episode I had, and she had said if I was old, I could have probably died because it was so, I'd never felt anything like that. She, same with the the vomiting, so I was like, wow, maybe she, and then she got tested, and she did have it. So look, you, you don't know, right? I think it was here way early. I think I probably had it. I think I probably had it twice. I don't know. You know, the next year and change, you know, we had what we had, and then Things started like 
opening up or fake opening up or whatever. And people get their magical jam. And they're like, oh, we just spread this jam all over our toast and all of our problems are wet, you know. So now you've got all these people that are like, get the jam, 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 you won't get toast. And then you have other people that are like, I don't want that jam. I already had the toast. I ate my toast. The toast is gone. Now I have toasty bodies. So what am I trying to tell you? So I start getting offers to do clubs and stuff. So at the time, we're out here performing in bushes, rooftops, alleyways, you know, bike returns. Like, that's what comics were doing. I didn't even want to return. I was fine staying in my house and just hibernating and working on other things. And then, you know, I only did Zooms because I felt like I wanted to keep my name in the community, but I didn't love doing Zooms. I mean, some of them were cool, but it was like... You know, I'm lucky to do what I do. So I'm like, you know, I, I welcomed it a little off time to be real with you. But I have that luxury, you know. Um, not a lot of people do. So I'm like, okay. Uh, you know, I was promoting those movies I did, you know, Last Call, Movie Wait. So I was like, I'm, I'm busy now. And then people started calling me and they're like, look, we're going to do we're doing outdoor shows, so I started doing outdoor shows on my own, like, distance, away from people, and those were good, so I started driving to San Diego, I did my first one with Chuck, it was like in March, it was a big turnout, my own mic, boom, then I did another one, the Grand Comedy Club, San Diego, boom, that was outside, and I did Arizona with Max Events, and Max and Wilson, boom. We started doing more than Ahmed, Jason. I started doing all these outdoor shows. I started feeling more confident. I was away. We're outside. I started going up to different places, you know. So I would start driving. And I'm like, I'm not going to fly anywhere. Then the first time I did fly, it was a long story. But, you know, I got to fly on a private jet. You know, I, I, I'm not trying to be bougie, but I was like, I'm not flying they're like, you know, if we put the whole cast, it was a movie I did, we had to promote it. And they're like, well, if we put the cast on the jet. And um, it was me and Donna. And then um, none of the cast showed up. <laughs> so me and Donna and, and another cast member had the whole jet to ourselves. It was amazing. We stopped in Texas. We had brisket. Went to the event. Left. Came back. It was awesome. And I'm not like that. You know, but uh, they did. None of the actors showed. They were scared. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck it." I was scared too, but you know, I got testes in this, right? So that was okay. And then I was like, oh. "Then I got a job. Uh, I got a job on a show. I can't say what it is yet. I, I just want to say uh, Discovery Plus, and I." Got my first flight, and I had to go to Utah, and um, that was my first commercial flight in a year and a half, and I'm paranoid, I'm masked up on that, and, you know, I flew first class on that, and that seemed very clean, and boom, 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 and then, so what am I, what am I trying to tell you? So, I went to do these different shows, so Vegas offered me a, a partially... A partially, uh, uh, what's the word? It was a partial, a, par a partial room capacity. So it was like a third of the capacity. So we were selling good. So out of 183 tickets, uh, you know, we were like 68 is all we had to sell. So we were selling those. And then Vegas went to half capacity. So then. I saw what happened. And then they went, by the time it got to my weekend, it was full capacity. It was my birthday weekend. I'm like, fuck. And we were indoors. Ceilings were high. Fans were on. I was like, uh, uh. And I'm like, fuck it. So that was it. My first real gig indoors was at Delirious on my birthday weekend. I'm like, I'm going to go in or go out with a bang. And I did uh, 12 shows. It was awesome. Uh, in Delirious. And, um, and it was the weekend Vegas opened. It was Memorial Day weekend. It was Fremont Street. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you know, 
it's it's uh, Wuhan uh, East. It's uh, they definitely have uh, their own strains out there, their own variants, the Fremont Street variant. And uh, I wore my mask. I didn't wear it on stage. People wore it on in the crowd. A lot of air conditioning, boom, boom, boom. I would go out at night to Fremont Street. I would grab some tacos at Nacho uh, Daddy. And, you know, I was with, uh, you know, Kyle, my opener, and Donut. And, you know, I have to think about Donut is that she's got this, uh, she's a quarter, uh, I think, Choctaw, uh, Native American. She's like a quarter Spanish. She's got a lot of, like, Native American. Spanish blood in her, and she's type O positive, and I don't know anything about all this, but everything I don't talk to people, type O positive is like the caviar blood. Like, she can give blood to anyone, but she can't ever take anyone's blood. Her blood is so good. And I never see the girl sneeze. So I never seen her get sick. Yeah, I've never seen any of that. So she's one of those people that's like, you could put her in the middle of a nuclear fallout, she'll figure out how to get Duncan and bring it back, because... She's got that type of DNA, you know, she's blessed. I believe Native Americans have that, like, because they survived so long, you know, like, uh, if you've ever been to, uh, you know, Iceland or, I mean, Nordic countries, the, the, the women there and the men there, they're just these, you know, they say they pee on shark meat and feed it to you as a child and it makes you tougher. I don't know if that's true, but the people are gorgeous and they're very strong and they're cold all day, so... I know these are just theories, but they, they make sense if you meet these people, you know, like I'm from a European tribe of, uh, you know, more Irish pasty, so um, I do believe I have a little Spanish in me somewhere because I get tan. Yeah, you can't, you know, it's kind of like being in Fiji, you know, you've been in Fiji, like these dudes with these huge wide feet, they can just go up to, you're like, oh, I like that coconut, go climb it up, grab that coconut for you, make, it's incredible, like you can't, you know, if you, if you were to hit them with a knife, it would just break the skin. It's like the shark skin, beautiful people. That, you know. when you, what I'm trying to tell you is when you live off of nature, with nature, you adapt and you become nature. So if you have Native American blood, different types of blood that were people that were with the earth, I believe they were strong. I digress. Ooh, I went down the rabbit hole, but that shit's real. So long story boring is I'm out there in Vegas. I'm in the shit. I'm on the strip. Fucking people are crazy. I'm being careful, I wear my mask, whatever. I believe, you know, whatever it is, but I keep the mask on. But outside, I'm away enough for people to take it off. So I go there, then I go out to fucking Phoenix again, and you got a bunch of brunch bitches out there, they're getting crazy, they're fucking. Drinking their face off. They're not wearing any fucking masks. Like Vegas had more masks. So Phoenix and Tempe and Scottsdale, no, they were out. And I, they were coming to my shows and they're like, why is the mask on? I take, so I do meet and greets with all these people. I do it, you know, like five feet away, whatever, or try to, and I'm like, I stay in the back if you watch my Instagram. And, you know, I wear my mask and I'm trying to be safe, you know. And um, they're fucking. Like, they got out. And this guy's like, I just did it three weeks ago. I'm like, oh, how, why are you standing near me, dude? Get over there. And he's like, oh, I had another test. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, then I'm, you know, then I went to Simi Valley. I did shows. There again, like, more Huntington Beach. Like, a tight-knit closet. And I was like, ooh, this is fucking, this is the one I want to go out on. And did meet and greet there. That was okay. And then. Then I went back to Phoenix and did a whole convention with Matthew and Skeet and, you know, um, people were very respectful. They definitely got in your grill a little bit. Um, I kept my mask on for most of it. At the last day, everybody was like pretty maskless and I don't know why, but I, then I just kind of went with it and I was like, oh. And I was like, I don't know. So, but I was hearing Delta in the air. So, but, you know, and I did pretty good that weekend, but I was a little paranoid. So, man, anybody, you know, uh, but I was trying to be rude. I was trying to be respectful. So, that was a little wild. Too. I'm saying, these are all different scenarios I've been in. 
Then I went to fucking Austin, and that's like people are like super liberal down there, and then super cowboys. But they're like, we got backed up, and then other people are like, we don't believe in it. And then I can't really say that word. We got jammed up, and um, and but people were barely wearing masks. Like they didn't even fuck. And there was some uh, people that were real close talkers. So I'm like, yeah, you're right, my girl. You're right, my girl. But like, easy. I don't want to be rude. But, you know, people just didn't care down there. But they also said a lot of people got the, got the jam. And then a lot of other people didn't believe in me. But I went to every club, did every show, did meet and greet people. Very respectful. Very respectful, but no masks. Very respectful, but no masks. Um, then I went to Colorado Springs. Amazing club. Not a lot of masks out there. But again, people respectful, but... On a Saturday night show, I started feeling my throat was a little funky. I was like, oh, God, am I singing too much? Am I doing that impression too hard? My throat, whatever. I go, I play golf that Sunday, and um, I get paired up with an airline pilot, a couple other guys I know, and an airline pilot. I'm like, dude, I don't feel good. I should, he's like, I'm fine. I got the jam. I had it. We all beat it. Blah, blah, blah. We're out in the open. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm fine. This guy not getting big pilot for a big, a big company. Shot his best round ever, by the way. Beautiful course. And uh, I'm like, dude, I don't think I am. But I don't know. He's like, I don't give a shit. We're fine. Huge pilot. Huge airline. So, um, then that week, the 18th of July, I started filming fucking shit. I did all my Instagram lives. started seeing it. And, uh, boom, I get my test, I'm fine, I started doing drips, my tests are negative, I can't believe it, I go to Irvine, I tell them, they're like, yeah, yeah, you're negative, fine, do a pretty packed show, boom, go to Diego, do some shows, boom, then I go to Valencia, do shows, it's closed, I tell them, every day I'm better and better, so by like the Monday, or the Tuesday, I'm almost Done. Like the 27th. And I feel really good. You know? And then I go to... To... Uh, another city. And I'm back out there again. It's full capacity. And... Uh, I'm out there. And... You know... People are, uh, are, I'm hearing comics are sick. And I'm hearing at least four comics are sick. And I'm like, Ugh. And, uh, you know, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? But, like, you know, they got, you know, sick ones had to go and quarantine and, you know, other ones went and did shows, and uh, I'm not trying to blow up people's spots, but I was like delivering soup to like two of them. You know what I mean? I would drop soup off at their room, and I would talk to them on Facetime, and they were fine. They just had they went, they tested positive, and, and um, they were, you know, they were fine. Now, at the time, I knew seven people that had it, all comedians. Six of them had the jam. And then two of them were like, well, thank God I got the jam because I don't want to be on a vent and blah, blah, blah. Another guy who didn't have it, the jam, was pretty bad, but I hate to say it, he got a drug. It starts with an eye, and uh, he's out now. He's fucking clean, and he's out doing comedy again. So... Yeah, so I was, then I did a show, and one of the comedians was coughing and coughing and coughing. I'm like, that does not sound good. I'm tripping out. The wind is in the dressing was blowing that way. They had the fans on. I'm like, eee. and they're, here. they're like, oh, it's, don't worry about that. It's fine. I just have tickle in my throat, and all the other comedians were like, mm -hmm. And then, long story, the next day, you know, he had to stop. He's like, yo, I do have it. But we're boss, and we got tested again, and we're negative. 
And I'm like, but you have to wait a couple of days. So I waited like two days. Um, and that was over a month ago. So then I went to Chicago. People very respectful, far away, meet and greet, inside, big ceilings. You know, uh, people not really wearing masks that much. They really don't want to get it. That was a week after Lollapalooza. And I'm like, oh, God, you guys are fucking testing the fucking limits of this jam here. Uh, then which brings us up to Florida, Tampa, which basically is where the virus was created. It was created at Mons Venus. That's a joke. For people who get it here. Um, so what I'm trying to tell you is and Florida, completely fucking bad rap. Gets a total bad rap. I mean, so far, it's been six days. Uh, but a lot of people in the shows were wearing masks. I would say a third. People did my meet and greets outside. The club, let me tell you what size Splitters has. They have UVA, UV lights in the, they have huge air conditioning and then they put the lights within the lights. So like they're already like putting UV in that's supposed to like kill the virus. So those are on, air conditioning's on, first rows X'd out, so everyone's in the back, switch mics, um, meet and greet outside, chairs in front, people like people down there they are a little bit like some people are like, come on, let's take your mask off, bitch. You know, all this stuff. So while I'm outside, I'm like, look, it's like an NFT, it's a moment in time. So, what I'm saying is, I would say, I would say almost Phoenix and Utah is the most unmasked place I've been. Uh, and San Diego. San Diego's, it's nut to butt. Florida is like, I, I think it's just like Vegas. It's, it, Vegas is it's not as bad as people say either. Utah was, they didn't even, they don't even fucking require masks. People that wear, wear masks at like the, the gas station here, like the Mavericks, which are great gas stations, they only do it like they have to. They don't want to. Now look, it seems clean out there and all this stuff. But what I'm saying is, Florida is like aware of its reputation. It was very much respectful. It was cool. And a lot of people had the fucking jam. They were like, I'm jammed up. I got the jam. I got the jam. I got the jam. So it's not a bunch of fucking red hats running around as much as you think. They're there, but they're also in Phoenix. But there's also uh, Looney Libs, you know, there too. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that because it's a funny term. So what am I trying to tell you? Then, so then yesterday I get on a fucking, or two, three days ago, three days ago I get on a plane and a fucking lady's four rows back coughing. And we're all like, and no one's saying anything. And her mask is like, the nose is here. And it's like, like, I tell her, I go, that lady. And the steward's like, who? I'm like, that lady. I'm like, who? I'm like, the lady losing a lung is coughing. Please tell her to keep her mask on. I have my fans. Bang, believe, shout out. Give me these fans. And it pushes all the shit. So you cough or whatever, it blows it right back at you. I put them on high power. The flight... I had to take two flights. Everything's fucking sold out. I took another flight from Denver. That was cool. The one from Tampa to fucking Denver. This lady. And I'm looking at her like, lady, what are you doing? She, go to the bathroom. If you have to fucking cough, stand up and apologize to the whole fucking plane. Okay? Say, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. And I know I'm scaring everyone. And then run to the bathroom. And say, I'm just going to stay in the bathroom for a while, guys. I have But just sit there and do it. And she had a kid. This poor fucking kid. Call CPS. And then, and then, you think I'm in the or not? If you have to cough, get a parachute. Fucking, it's time to fucking parachute off the fucking plane. Seriously, like, a cough is now the new fucking felony. Okay, I'm sorry. That long, so that you, that, that pilot that worked for that other company, he's like, it's actually really good recycled air, we do this cleaning system. So he kind of had me feeling more confident. And I was on a big airline that said it. So, what am I trying to tell you? Oh, there's so much more. I'm probably going to have to do it. But I'm going to run out of card here. 
What I'm trying to tell you is, is that I have tested this thing. I have pushed it to the fucking limits. I have fucking seen... I, I wear my mask when I'm around people. That's what I do. I wear my mask when I... But I've traveled now. I've performed now. Outside, I've performed inside. I've done meet and greets. I've had two flare-ups. One before it ever was supposed to be here and one after. Both were... You know, the other one was negative. Had four tests, always negative. I don't know. People say, oh, we probably are positive. Um, so what am I trying to tell you is that, you know, people, you know, say some shit about Dr. Dean. You know, Dr. Dean is amazing. He's 57 years old. The guy tells me every supplement, every mineral, every vitamin to take. The guy is shredded. I've known him for 30 years. And let me tell you something. Me and Dr. Dean will have drag-out fights. We'll have drag-out fights. There's no reason for me to sit here and promote Dr. Dean, but I'm going to tell you why. He is a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. He's a chiropractor, okay? Some people don't give that credit. That's fine. The guy came to a party I had. 12 people, he cracked every one of them for free. And the fucking party was dead. 2, 2 a.m., everyone's like this. He put everyone to sleep. The DJ left and forgot his fucking two huge speakers. That's how relaxed he was. So he's a miracle worker. He's a holistic guy. We'll fuck with medicines, but for the most part... He goes around, he's much more Eastern philosophy. And I will fight with him all the time, but I'll never deny his brilliance on what he knows with vitamins, minerals, wellness. He will beat anyone 30 years younger up to the top of running. He'll outbox you. You know, women love him. He's a hilarious comic. I trust him. Okay? Just because he didn't have a medical degree, he's done a lot of other stuff. He reads, he goes down the rabbit hole more than most people. He explains shit to you in a fucking way that you're like, wow. And then you got Nurse Chuck, another guy who I believe did time in the army, uh, is like a black belt in jiu-jitsu, also young, up-and-coming comic, you know, working, funny guy, promoter, like an amazing, does these amazing shows. He's on the front lines. He's in the medical field. And he's also promoting a lot of the same stuff Dr. Dean is. You know what I mean? And it'll also promote other things that'll tell me that we're not supposed to talk about that says, you know, if you take this, it's been proven to work. You know what I'm saying? So, I go to holistic people. I go to nurses. I talk to pilots. I talk to this. But here's all I want to say is this. I'm delivering soup to people that had it. Who are like, oh, if I didn't have it, I'd be on a van. And I'm like, what do you mean? I know another guy just living who doesn't have it. And he has it, but he doesn't have the jam and he doesn't. So what I'm trying to tell you is, I don't know the fucking truth. But what I'm telling you is, all these people fighting, telling you that you have to do this and you have to do that. It is your choice. There's tons of people that are unjammed. And the jam people are saying the unjammed are making this uh, an issue. Which is not the case. There's tons of alternative... I'm sorry. The reason we're having this problem right now is because... It's too much of a long of a pop. What I'm trying to tell you is... Is that... Crazy shit's happening. New Zealand just locked down for one case. One case. Maybe that's the way we should do it. Australia just locked down where my nephew lives in Canberra. One case. It's called snap lockdown. Three days. Then we'll see what happens. One case. You don't think they're coming here? What I'm trying to tell you is this. For everybody who says that you should do this, there's tons of alternative news from medical scientific professionals that are now blacklisted from that community because they're saying this stuff and they're considered disinformation. And I guess what I'm trying to say is, I believe in Harvard people, but I also believe in people that are expelled by Harvard 
that have their own opinion. So before we discredit everyone, there's a lot of it. You can just go to the Veyer's website and look at all of that stuff. All I'm going to say is this. There's tons of other information. I'm going to have to do another pod about it. But the more you discredit people, people are just by nature going to be, what's that word? Contrary. So try not to discredit them and try to listen to them. Because there's a ton of alternative videos showing stuff. There's a ton of nurses on TikTok saying, this is bullshit, this is this, this is this. I'm saying everything is real. What I'm saying is there's ways around this stuff. And I'm, I have to talk like this. It's insanity. Right? I, not, the fact that Krispy Kreme is giving you a free donut should make you fucking think. Come on, man. Like, some of our greatest thinkers are like, just getting it. And then everybody else who doesn't is a psychopath. It's like, what I'm saying is, fuck, I'm gonna run out of fucking. Anyway, I'll do another one. But all I'm saying is, there's a lot of alternative information that makes you go, hmm. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke. And the fact that people make it so black and white is so bizarre to me. So bizarre to me. So if you like this video, like, subscribe, share, and tell me and I'll do more. You know, I'm sorry. I, I can do comedy right now, but I have to do real videos too because there's just too much going on. I just can't sit there and do a video about all the time about, you know, what it was like to work on, you know. You know. Jimmy Kane's coming, I love it, but I gotta mix it up because it's, the world's crazy now, I have to be honest with you. At least my opinion, honestly. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.